This is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field. Did some travel in the end of last week, first part of this week, again out into uh, east central Iowa. Saw some pretty strong corn yields out there in that 2-240 range. Um, Looked like they're going to be set for a nice corn crop. We did check some soybean fields, and I guess I was somewhat surprised there. Soybean fields that were uh, looking pretty good from the road. Uh, we're talking a lot of armpit tall beans that have lodged out there right now. But the fields that we got in, it was actually common to find 20 to 30% of the plants had died to white mold. And they were flat pod, meaning there were no beans in them. And uh, and quite a bit of sudden death out there as well. Uh, so as the corn yield looks pretty strong in uh, central and east central Iowa, uh, I would say the bean yields are kind of fading on them and, and it, uh, stronger than I thought they were fading as far as the amount of damage in the fields. We also got into some corn fields in northeast Iowa. Northeast Iowa has actually been dry through August, so that dry weather has taken the top out of their corn yields. Still good-looking corn, though. We looked at 180 to 220 bushel corn, but it was much more than that if we could have threw some rain in August. The beans in northeast Iowa actually look better than they do in central Iowa itself. Um, but I am concerned for the Iowa bean crop itself. We did get some reports from our guys in the... Uh, southeastern part of Iowa where the bean harvest is underway and their early group two beans and said to be a lot of disappointing yields in the mid 30s uh, with the sudden death in the white mold the cleaner fields in the mid 60s so uh, we'll see and keep tuned on that as it comes out here at home um, again this week as we look through the fields and continue to work through our farm visits and yield checks we're hand checking uh, still yields in the 180 to 240 bushel range depending where we're at uh, but actual yield reports coming in are swinging pretty wide um, some areas the corn died two almost three weeks ago and has a rubbery cob to it and those field averages have been running in that 130 to 190 range these are fields that would have yield checked uh, 200 plus three four weeks ago uh, moistures in that area have been running from as low as 13 percent on up to about 24 percent reports from the operators saying if the moisture goes up and the corn has some green in it the yields follow with it so the higher yields are coming from the corn that isn't quite as dead and higher moistures but then we have other areas that are coming in now real close to our yield checks where we yield check that corn in that 190 to 230 range and we're getting good test weight from it so that's encouraging and on top of that we also have some areas believe it or not that are coming in above our yield estimates so we're seeing some 220 to 250 bushel range uh, in itself now the areas definitely are related to rain patterns in that june july window the more rain you got the more problems you have so if you could have bypassed one of those two three or four inch rains this year uh, it's meant a lot where other years if you could have captured an inch of rain it meant a lot this year was a matter of staying away from it itself not much to report here in Illinois on the soybeans. Only a few fields have come out in the early group twos to mid group twos, but the yield report's been encouraging. They've been in the mid 60s to mid 70s. So uh, again, we'll kind of stay tuned there as we go on and see if those bean yields can hang in there itself. <clears throat> but as we as we get out in the field, there's one note to take for the week, I guess, and that's how fast the stock quality is flat out falling apart in this dead corn that's been dead for a week or so. Corn that passed the push test just 14 days ago 
um, we're finding it now that 100% of the stocks fail. So this is this is much faster than I anticipated, um, and it's not going to take much of a wind at all to knock these fields down. Uh, so situation there, they need to be harvested. These fields that died quick, they need to come out. Good news is uh, where the guys are taking them out, the moisture is in the uh, low twenties to the upper teens. So that's going to be a plus. But I guess what I'm saying here, it's time to drop the hammer on these dead fields and get them out. Let's go at her like we're killing snakes. Uh, by bypassing three or four green fields to go to a field that's in trouble, I know it's not very efficient uh, as far as your harvesting goes. But trust me, in the long run, we want to get these out before we have to pick them up off the ground itself. Now, don't forget to calibrate. We need good calibrated maps. So if we're going to tweak your management zones, we need we need good maps. If you give me good calibrated maps from 2012, 2014, and 2015, we can basically blueprint any fields management zones uh, very accurately. Again, assuming they're calibrated. If you guys want us to run your cal curves uh, on your actual calibrations, uh, let us know. You need to send us those yield files and call us and tell us which field the calibration took place, and we can check your calibration plot itself. Guys, remember we got a lot of plots to harvest for this year's plot program. So any advance notice you can give us uh, was a real big help so we can schedule these scale carts and make sure that we can get you covered. We will be running both carts as hard as we can, but anything you can do to help us in a scheduling time frame, give us that notice out front. So I guess till next week, let's keep her safe and let's get at it.